0: well it was lovely to see you both a few days ago for dinner
1: it was the first time in a long time wasn't it long long
0: time i can't
1: even think the last time the three of us were all together well there was b-sides last year wasn't it because we've got that photo
2: uh oh yeah there's a, yeah of course shut up
3: you're listening to the host unknown podcast
1: Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are joining us. And welcome to episode 114-ish, I think it is, of the Host Unknown Podcast. No,
2: no, it can't be. It must be uh, 118.
1: (laughs) Whatever, whatever. We lose count. We lose count. But we know, dear listener, that you don't. That you don't. Trust, we all had a good week. I mean, obviously, apart from, you know, having to go out and meet some you know vague friends people that we will soon consider to be uh people we once knew uh but uh <laughs> I hope everybody had a good week
0: uh jav how about you i am still in uh astonishment as to how young andy looked he has really turned back the clock <laughs> uh, <laughs> he really lost so much weight and he's now you know, no longer looking like a thumb and more like a little finger yeah exactly <laughs> And, like, we, we kept asking him throughout the night, like, what what have you done? Have you joined a gym? Have you started cycling or, or, or something? And all he would say was, well, I swapped out Haribo's for this other vegan plant-based sweet, and that's the only change I've made, Honest. Yeah, right, right. It My is, gym. right.
2: When you stop consuming 250 grams of Haribo on a daily basis, it is amazing how <laughs> How your taste buds change?
1: Well, two hundred fifty grams—that's got to be about like four thousand calories, right? That's a bag. It's only a few, you know, six <laughs> hundred <laughs> calories. It's not that much. But, but when you're cutting that down by half, I mean, you are reducing your calorific intake quite significantly.
2: Yeah. No, it did. But to be fair, obviously during the pandemic, I did uh, pile on a bit more than. <laughs> Than, wow. I, than i had before anyway we all so. had a
1: little bit of uh lockdown weight right
2: yeah <laughs> yeah mine was more of a uh lockheed martin uh it was quite <laughs> industrial
1: that was that was tenuous at best come on.
0: Oh, <laughs> that was great that was fantastic come on <laughs>
1: But, you
2: know, the thing that really annoyed me is, obviously, we're trying to find a place. Oh, where are we going to meet? Tom's going to be here. Jav, you know, he doesn't like going places. He doesn't know where he can park his bike. And, uh, you know, Jav's only required to make sure it's halal. OK, OK, of course. So we find a halal place. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's. We get there. What does Jav order? Vegetarian Veg. food.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, well, it's I don't off. trust yeah. all the
0: halal places. Like, What? <laughs> This is a power play. It's, it's a display <laughs> of toxic masculinity at its finest. Next time,
1: Angus Steakhouse.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hawksmoor. Oh, In fact,
1: let's do Hawksmoor. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can get the cream spinach there, Jeff.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's basically what you had this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thank dear. You. Andy, how about you? Apart from being, you know being insufferable at Slimmer's World on Thursday night
2: <laughs> yeah well there's obviously all of that calorie counting going on that I've been doing um well do you know it's weird because I think we've already caught up we're kind of
1: know, done and dusted
2: I think it? it was actually I, I think that was actually really good food that we had on it was um, it was lovely in the week and then obviously we went out and got um thought we were heading for a gelato place then where we got kind of yeah. stiffed it's basically a tourist place. Um, yeah. Bad service, uh, yeah. nice bad. nice environment,
1: yeah. bad service and yeah. average food.
2: Yeah. So obviously we had a full meal, then we had dessert and then we went for like second dessert afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, coffee doesn't count as dessert really, does it? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it's ethnic, no. isn't it? <laughs> I, I had to go for something British like the, uh, the Milfoy I had. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, None of this yeah. foreign muck. No, yeah. no. And how about yourself? You, you've just literally travelled back in from London. You had a very early start today.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I got an early start. I, I was I was intending to stay in London today, and <clears throat> uh, plans changed. So I, I got back Brighton early because Jav wanted to start early because, well, I'm not sure what he's on, but he's on something leading um, to leave early. So we had to start uh, half an hour early. And, and surprise, yeah. surprise, Jav was here. Uh, so, you know, unlike oh, the, the other thing, night, it? right, <laughs> when he was, like, 45 minutes late. Oh, my day. God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, it's good. I, I've had a, uh, I've been running a, a workshop for three days this week. So, you know, they're quite intensive and, you know, a lot of concentration. And now I'm faced with all of these notes I've got to do something with. So, <laughs> it's what, what uh, kind of not, not looking forward to that. Sorry, what? What kind of
0: workshop were you running?
1: Uh, like an so, infosec you know, work workshop.
0: Oh work workshop. yeah, as work CISO. workshop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a CISO and everything. I've got to do this sort of thing. The you know, every now and then. Yeah, I've got
0: to, I gotta
1: I've gotta do a I gotta do a workshop or something to show that I'm doing some work.
0: <laughs> it's it's uh, You you should write a book on your on your learnings, you know? It's like yeah I, I think it's like failing up as a CISO. <laughs> Chapter one, be white. Chapter two, be a male <laughs> Chapter three, be old.
1: Well, you know what? I did share the manuscript with you both a couple of months ago and you've both failed to read it. So, you know, who knows? it. I, might I had it. a
0: skim through it, to be <laughs> honest. I,
1: I, wasn't, I had a skim through. I wasn't, through. O- I wasn't overly that, impressed. <laughs> that was... I've had a skim through is exactly what everybody says when they've
0: not read it. No, I did read it. It was... Oh, I do read it. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want brutal feedback on a live podcast? That's the answer. Uh, Well, whatever. (laughs) Anyway,
1: anyway, talking of brutal, shall we see what's coming up for us today? Uh, This week in InfoSec pays homage to the best conference for hackers by hackers. Rant of the week laughs, laughs, I tell you, at your 14-day patching cycle. Billy Big Balls is the opposite end of the scale to a 419 scam with bad spelling. Industry News brings us the latest and greatest security news stories from around the world. And Tweet of the Week could probably be found in the Shower Thoughts subreddit. So, uh, before we move on, do you know what? We, one of the things we discussed on, was it Tuesday night? Yeah, it was Tuesday night, wasn't it? Was we never ask our audience how they are. We always ask ourselves, but we never ask our audience. So, audience, how are you doing? Are you well? Are you looking after yourself? Are you? Did, how did you suffer in the heat or did you not? Indeed, just give us a shout on our Twitter feed, on our email address, anything. Just uh, let us know how you feel. And, and, you know, rest assured, we are thinking of you, aren't we,
0: gents? Yeah, I think of the little people all the time. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: can
2: give Tom a uh, direct call on plus four, four, seven, eight,
1: seven, nine. Uh, Look, with both our listeners calling me at once, it's not going to be a problem, (laughs) is it? Anyway, let's move on, shall we, to our favourite, I say favourite part of the show, the part of the show that we like to call.
2: This week. In Infosec. It is that part of the show where we take a stroll down InfoSec memory lane with content liberated from the Today in InfoSec Twitter account and further afield. So today our first story takes us back a mere 15 years to the 25th of July 2007 when the US Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that IP addresses and to from email fields can be monitored without probable cause. So the um, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that uh, IP addresses and to and from fields in emails are basically the legal equivalent of dialed phone numbers. Um, yeah, and yeah. the government can get a court order to obtain them without showing any form of probable cause, um, you know, as would normally be needed if you were to, you know, want to look at someone's house, for example. Um, but this is obviously very different to what Europeans know about GDPR, who, yeah. rule that um, you know, IP addresses and email addresses are uh, personal, personally identifiable information should be protected um, at all courts.
1: It's yeah, another uh, thing where where our, our uh, colonial cousins are just not quite in the same place as the rest of the <laughs> world. <laughs> they didn't get the memo, did they? No. We
2: really, uh, really uh, took down the notes differently uh, <laughs> on uh, yeah, ha- yeah. how we should interpret personal data and <laughs> uh, how we should protect it as well.
1: Indeed, because just because it's not illegal today doesn't mean it won't be illegal tomorrow. Right. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always get confused. Like I don't know, you know, the different circuits and stuff. I don't know whether the ninth circuit means that they've gone through eight other circuits in order to
1: get there, or do um, they? Or is it like just... like the Radio One Top Ten, where they go from ten, nine, eight, and down? Yeah. <laughs> the, fir- the first circuit is the real one. That's yeah. One yeah. That the one that really counts. Yeah, yeah. Is the first circuit like I don't know the the the, the Supreme Court, or is that like the twenty seventh circuit? Yeah. Is it like well, an RSI A cool
2: name.
0: It could just be a cool name. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, exactly.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep thinking of like a five ring circus or something. It's like, you know, you jump
2: through the <laughs> well, circus probably a more good. accurate term When it moment. comes to US US law circus, <laughs> de- uh, circus is definitely
1: a good term. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, the ballet. Uh, anyway, our second story takes us back a mere 13 years to the 29th of July 2009. Uh, this is when the first Security B-Sides conference was held wow. in Las Vegas in a 3,767 square foot house. Wow. Um, so if you think, uh, happy 13th anniversary, B-Sides, that is literally 13 years ago today. Um, uh, why, so you... why do the show notes say happy 10th anniversary? Uh, because I cut and paste it directly <laughs> from the Today in InfoSec Twitter feed um, three from years three ago. three years ago. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I shall uh, delete that now. But I did yeah. add my own links to it, as uh, yes. I can see uh, well, Jav. It, the, uh, uh, but do you, I, I think, Jav, you were probably on Twitter at the time, weren't you? Do you remember when people were talking about this? And it was it was literally someone's house and they were talking about oh you know we'll just get everyone there people can sit down and uh, you know sit on the floor and you know different people would just stand up and talk yes um, and it was it just sounded like a really cool event that was going on it was going on the same time as um, DEFCON was going on as well right obviously this yeah. Was free yeah black hat um, DEFCON,
0: yeah
2: yeah and then obviously it was replicated um you know around the world um, you know all kinds of places have gotten them out. i think london's probably my favourite one, of course, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Delhi's my favourite. Uh, oh, oh, it would be, wouldn't it? Um, you know, I was about to go on about how cool it was that you know we sort of we got a good history with B sides, the three of us, and you know we really sort of cemented our friendship there. But no, screw you. Yeah, you go to Delhi, Tom.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> London's my second favourite. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: no no it's like I'm I'm just like I'm going to click on the on the notes that you've put in there and it's like b-sides history and there's so many names in there like you know I I just remember it all like I remember seeing the pictures of it and I was like this is just like the coolest thing ever because I mean bear in mind like now a day well you know people like Jack Daniel are like you know legendary status in the industry but back then it was like a smaller pocket of people on Twitter and especially being on this side of the yeah. pond, I'd never been to the US. So I didn't know any of these people as like big, big stars where well, like, these are such cool people. They're putting on these things and look at them and, Oh, I, I know that person on Twitter and now I can see their pictures there in, the, in that thing. And, in, 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 uh, and, and, uh, um, I think the, 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 the genesis of this was so pure and so good. And I was just talking to someone the other day that I kind of like, besides London I go there and on one hand it's like really good that you see it's so big now but then I, I really do miss the earlier ones where it was just yeah. everyone knew everyone everyone knew everyone Internet. everyone was just trying to work things out as they went along you yeah. last
1: like, you sound like somebody gatekeeping a band you know I only like the first two albums
0: no, no, I'm, you know? I'm, I'm not saying that I like the first two albums I, I mean I, I I do get a bit nostalgic You saying you for dislike the... them Wow. We we have like cross-examiner Langford in the office today.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just holding a mirror up to what you normally do to me. Uh...
0: Nine Circuit of Appeal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ninth Circuit of Appeal,
2: Langford. <laughs> okay.
1: Objection,
0: hearsay. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, uh, but I do
2: out. see some of the names on here. Uh, obviously, lots of respected people and uh, one particular dick who I won't uh, call attention to. <laughs> in terms of these names. But let's just say, right, you know, there's no smoke without fire. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I thought, it was, oh. wasn't was it? Isn't this the guy who's your best mate? Yeah, yeah, like pictures <laughs> of you getting hammered and everything. It was just like one yeah. of those romance, like montages that Jav, we saw on Twitter.
1: Jav, I remember Jav
0: introducing you to him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, well, oh, well. Yeah, B Sides, very good conference. Um, definitely grown beyond all recognition, to be honest with you, and very, very yeah. professional. The London one is indistinguishable from some of the, you know, some of the other larger conferences that go on. Yeah, it, and it
2: um just seen. on that note, obviously the call for papers for uh, B Sides London is now open. Yes. And uh, ticket news will be coming out very soon.
1: And Ooh. mentoring as so, well. So
0: so options we can either mentor like you said tom host yeah. unknown could potentially be a sponsor if we weren't broke What well, um, yeah, exactly yeah. we could put in a host unknown talk to talk about how to do a podcast for two years and lose money in infosec i think that's a good one
2: <laughs> it's also yeah. six years
0: yeah I
1: thought it was ten. Um, I don't know. I lost track. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's a bit it's a bit beer farmery though, isn't it?
2: <laughs> this is true. Just
0: without the alcohol.
1: Yeah, it's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We call it the sparkling water farmers. <laughs> yeah, spark-
1: or the halal brothers. Zero yeah. percent. <laughs> uh,
2: there's options, that's all we're saying.
0: There yeah. are options. <laughs> okay, yeah. so if, if you're reviewing the CFPs at B Sides London this year. Sorry, but you're going to get a lot of uh, submissions. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> of varying degrees of quality. Ah, <laughs> uh, brilliant! Nice, uh, nice trip down memory lane there, Andy. Thank you for this week's. This week
3: in inferso. Feeling overloaded with actionable information? Fed up receiving well-researched, factual security content? Ask your doctor if the host unknown podcast is right for you. Always read the label, never double dose on episodes. Side effects may include nausea, eye rolling, and involuntary swearing in anger.
1: And on such a note, let's move on to the natural successor to This Week in Infosec, uh the part of the show that we call... Listen
3: up! Rant of the Week. It's time
1: to mother f- rage. And Rant of the Week this week. Uh, so we know how... Uh, in fact, I was talking about it just this week uh, in, in my... Special CISO security. Make sure everybody knows that Tom's doing some work workshops. Um, and it was about how promptly we need to be addressing vulnerabilities. And I think the standard thing is, I think critical is within what two weeks is it? Very often, and I would say
2: fourteen days. I think yeah, fourteen yeah, days is accepted.
1: Yeah, fourteen days exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah. is is uh, a industry accepted norm, uh, and you know all the way down to like never for low. Um, when you get around to it when you have a quiet day, you know. Um so and that's that's pretty standard across the board. However, what we have seen now, according to Palo Alto's 2022 Unit 42 Incident Response Report. Sounds a bit contrived, that name, don't you? you think? Um the the time from when a CVE, you know, a, a vulnerability. Is reported and the time to when uh, hackers are uh, scanning and monitoring for said vulnerability is how long do you reckon?
2: Um, well, it's going to be obviously if we're saying that 14 days is, you know, industry standard,
1: it's going, it's going to be less be 14, than that,
2: right? 14 days and four hours.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd yeah, like to think, something. wouldn't yeah you'd like to think and you know and perhaps if i said 14, 14 days and 15 minutes you'd think wow that's uh, that's pretty tight actually you could you you wouldn't be far wrong but you'd only be about 14 days wrong it's actually 15 minutes from the point that of the very you know when a cve is first disclosed when it first comes out of the gate 15 minutes later that CVE is being monitored and scanned for by hackers.
0: Well, you I say mean, hackers. Like... You say hackers. How many of them are like researchers thinking, I need to submit a talk for black hat this year? What can I do? <laughs> Here's a CVE. <laughs> Quickly scan, get the screenshots, throw into a slide deck, well, boom, job done. You're absolutely
1: right, but if you're in India and you have to d- you adhere to these new guidelines there, report scan means that you've got to report it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Yeah, but nonetheless, whether it's security researchers in (inverted commas) or you know bad actors, fifteen minutes, and and also frankly, a security researcher who, let's face it, is self-employed and probably doesn't get out of bed until about midday anyway, right? Um, motivated. In fact, they probably don't get out of bed till midday because they've been working to like six o'clock in the morning anyway. <laughs> Criminals <back-tracking> there, <laughs> who we know who we know are set up like regular businesses and have HR directors and, you know, all that sort of thing, probably keep pretty consistent hours, no doubt even have a 24 by 7 shift system, including follow the sun capabilities, right? They're going to be all over this, all over this. So 15 minutes. Now, my rant here, I guess it's less of a rant and more of a like, Oh, fuck my life. You know, how are we supposed to keep on top of this? I can't even, you know... You can't even get most uh, IT teams to respond to a phone call in 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, the, the closest it takes you get 15 minutes to, it,
2: to raise a service now request.
1: Well, with, uh, well to the type the, the damn there. thing in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, even with the the promise of donuts and stuff, you know, that, that, <laughs> you might get that cut down to a day. You, and, and nowadays, with remote working, you can't even get people into the office. So, <laughs> so you know, jeez, fif- oh, 15 minutes. So... Um, and, and, and that's, that's if you are monitoring these announcements really closely, you know, you've got no chance effectively. Right. Um, so yeah. Uh, (laughs)
2: so what can people do about this, Tom? uh, (laughs) Should we all give up and go home?
1: Oh my God! It's tempting to say that, you know. It's like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, we're we're, we're we're patching stuff that's actually been actively scanned for and actively um, exploited for 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 two weeks, you know. And that's if we're on our A game, right? <laughs> you know? Um. So yeah, it's geez. Um. We really don't have uh much we're not going to have much joy in this at all are we right. so
2: it does sort of you know it sort of highlight why you need that defense in depth approach yeah. to um, you know sort of layered security at every yeah every layer because ultimately you know if that vulnerability is on an internal system you got two weeks you know as long as your external perimeter controls are good yeah exactly fine with but two, if that vulnerability weeks, is
1: well, on your perimeter controls
2: oh yeah it's done for so then yeah. you have to make sure the inside's not. What's the analogy? You know the uh, the egg, M&M. was it's hard on the outside. Yeah, exactly. The, the, <laughs> armadillo. The what, sorry. The M&M. armadillo. Yeah. The M&M. it's crunchy M&M. on the outside and uh, soft in the middle.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, like an armadillo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But even so, it, 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 the the game of cat and mouse. You know this. Um, the mouse has just got much, much smaller, and, and the cat is now a, a, a freaking tiger. It feels like, <laughs> you know, yeah. So. Well,
0: well, you know, it's it's still an interesting report, and it's not terrible. I mean, in 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 a lot of things, when you when you start breaking it down and whatever. So so they they have like um, initial access table in the report, and number one is fishing. So it's it's yeah. not even yeah, software yeah. vulnerabilities is, is is number one. That's that's a that's a far distant number two. Um, but then there's like you know compromised credentials or social engineering. I mean it's it's like you know these sorts of things that we all know about are making up the bulk of it. So you know it's true. Like while criminals start scanning and start trying to actively exploit stuff really quickly, there's like to Andy's point, there, there's a whole you know layered approach there and you know, it's, you can reduce the risk significantly if you just take a few, a few simple steps as I, Special I, Agent I, I to- Oso would say. I totally <laughs>
1: agree with you, but I think, you know, f- shock value alone, um, you know, when, when most people can't even, you know, read an email in 15 minutes, let alone answer a call or whatever, it does feel like you we're very much on the back foot and, and you're right. We have to take it into, in, in context and all that sort of thing, but, I'm, you know, it shouldn't surprise us that it only takes fifteen minutes, but it is a still a bit of a shock, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of this is just doing your homework up front, like understanding what your what your attack surface is, what your assets are, what's you know. So so you know when when you're told that there's a new vulnerability affecting X product. Your first question shouldn't be, do we even have that? Or how many of those boxes do we have lying around? Or how many are publicly facing or exploitable? Uh, You you should have that information to hand and then it becomes a lot easier. But yeah, it's uh, easier said than done. Easier for me to sit here and say that.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mr. CISO. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) CISSP, I have you
1: know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, here's someone who's paid to talk about it, not actually do it. Which, frankly, is actually quite a good gig, I have to say. Anyway, that was uh, uh, this week's...
3: Rant of the Week. This is the podcast the Queen listens to. Although she won't admit it.
1: And, Jav, we're now moving over to you for your favourite part of the show, the part of the show that you call...
0: (laughs) Well, thank you very much for that introduction. So I have a pair of Billy Big Ball stories today, and they go together quite nicely because they're both relating to a ransomware. Um, there's The first one is there's a new phishing as a service, or FAST on the block. (laughs) It's a new Robin Banks phishing service targets uh, commonly common popular banks like Bank of America, Citi and Wells Fargo. So they offer ready made phishing kits targeting the customers of these well known banks. And, um, you know, and it offers templates to steal Microsoft, Google, Netflix and T-Mobile accounts so this all is uncovered in a report by a company called Ironnet, um and um you know it's uh it just goes to show the like i think tom i hate to say that you said it already but i agree that these uh, <laughs> outfits are getting very professional and they operate like legit businesses and there's a lot of this uh, help built in and support if you if you're like, you know, what what level of criminal are you? Bodding criminal, street mugger, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or the most popular option, which is like hardened <laughs> nut. <laughs> oh. It's pretty, they genuinely
2: do have like tier price tiering plans. They do. They do. For like you know, but each plan comes with twenty four seven support, and it's like you, know, it's like <laughs> you can have like single uh, single templates for fifty dollars a month, or you can get unlimited access, like you know, most popular for two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's uh, twenty four by
1: seven. So that's more than most software companies, or you know, legit. That's ones more than software. most banks. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, definitely more than most banks. <laughs> Let yeah, alone definitely. the uh, yeah,
0: it's just fantastic.
2: It is, it's, but they have it's, captures as well. Like you can insert all yeah. kinds of things on this.
0: Honestly, if these people just switched it around, made it legit, they would like be so successful. You know,
2: Yeah, they're they probably making more money because they're not paying tax, right? That
0: that's the. <laughs> that, yeah. that's
2: thing. Well, then again, most big corporations aren't. Well, either, there are so ways around it now. <laughs> I
0: don't want to say too much, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um and also they've got a good name, Robin Banks, as in the name Robin. <laughs> Robin and, yeah.
1: Banks. Banks that's, yeah. <laughs> oh okay, I just that that sounds like the name they came up with after a session on the beer in the pub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, the, the, the second story uh Lockbit took a bit of a break and they 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 revamped the software and uh, they're now out with Lockbit 3.0. The interesting part in this, and talk about professionalism, is that they have now introduced the first bug bounty program offered by a ransomware game. Asking <laughs> asking security researchers to submit bug reports in return for rewards ranging from $1,000 and up to $1,000,000.
1: I wonder if Katie Missouri's consulted on, um,
0: on this. <laughs> with yeah. Them. yeah you, it sounds like it's a like pretty a white... solid
1: bug bounty program.
0: Yeah, it, it might be like, you, you see, it's just a white label, Hacker sort All platform. Yeah. <laughs> It goes through to the same wow. people where just like on, on a different channel. Um, we invite all security researchers, ethical and unethical hackers on the planet <laughs> to participate. Non-discrimination. Yeah, <laughs> very, in our very bounty program. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it, the, the, the story says that, you know, it's different by legitimate companies as helping criminal et- enterprises would be illegal in many countries. Um, <laughs> But also the, the interesting thing is they're not only offering a bounty for reward, but it is also paying bounties on quote unquote brilliant ideas on improving the <laughs> ransomware operation and for doxing the affiliate program manager.
1: Wow. Uh, I have a question. So, if I'm yes. running Lockbit two point three, is this a free upgrade? <laughs> Do I get a discount? Um or do I have to pay full price? Uh, you're, give, give it 15 minutes, you'll get version 3
2: automatically,
0: Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Good one. So it depends. Uh, uh, did you buy direct or, or or did you go through a channel, <laughs> channel partner?
1: Well, well, you see, I, I'm, I'm on like a monthly subscription, so.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, it's, it's a, the secure backup way, even you don't know the encryption key, the decryption yeah. key, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Uh, but yeah i think this is absolutely just like the sheer balls on this move it's just to say not only are you saying (laughs) we are criminals we are criminal enterprises we are offering software but help us improve and we will give you a reward it's just beyond belief
3: that's fantastic billy big balls of the week This is the Host Unknown Podcast, home of Billy Big Ball Energy.
1: Indeed it is. Now, Andy, you've got no time for any clever time-based puns here. So uh, what time is it? It
2: is that time of the show where we head over to our news sources over at the Infotech PA Newswire, who have been very busy bringing us the latest and greatest security news from around the globe.
3: INDUSTRY NEWS
1: No more ransom has helped over 1.5 million victims. INDUSTRY
3: NEWS
2: US doubles reward for info on North Korean hackers. INDUSTRY
0: NEWS Criminals use malware as messaging bots to steal data. INDUSTRY NEWS Cybercriminal
1: offers 5.4 million Twitter users data.
2: Industry news. European police arrest 100 suspects in business email compromise crackdown.
0: Industry news. Social media accounts hijacked to post indecent images. Industry news. Hackers change tactics for new post-macro
1: era. Industry news. Ransomware group demands
0: £500,000 from school. Industry news: Spanish police arrest alleged radioactive monitoring hackers.
1: Industry news,
0: and that was this week's
1: industry news.
0: Huge, Huge if true. true.
1: Huge if true. Oh, I'm sorry, a ransomware gang that demands half a million pounds from a school. Do they not know how much money schools have? I
2: oh, know. I didn't even click on that. That's they might as well ask though. me, yeah. you know,
1: to, You know, ransom all my stuff and say, right, we'll give you, uh, you know, we'll give, give us half a million and we'll unlock anything. It's like, fuck it. Well, it's yours. I can't do anything about that. Like, <laughs> so, it's, school it's, uh...
0: budgets are as tight as a gnat's chuff. It's Wooten Upper School in Bedfordshire, which sounds like a private school, which a feeder system to Eton. So they might have money. But um, uh, the, uh, who is it? Oh, it's an academy trust. Oh, ah. anyway, so, yeah. they believe Wooten has £500,000 in cyber insurance, according to local uh... newspaper Bedford Today. Um and has threatened to release all the data until the, unless the trust pays up. So maybe it is a case of that, uh, you know, going after the insurance companies first, figuring out how much cover everyone has, and then targeting yeah. every, all of them for that but, much money. The,
2: the thing is, though, right, the fine for losing, what, data on how many students, not even that many students and parents that use a school, it's going to be cheaper than the £500,000 insurance. Although so, they've got
1: to re rekey all that data again, though. Yeah, do you
2: know what? Not the end of the world. <laughs> That's Home addresses, bank details, and student psychological reviews.
1: What? Yeah,
2: do you know what? It's not worth 500000 Do you yeah. know this company, the Hive Ransomware Group, they need to get someone that actually can price things properly because you've gone in too high, guys. You, you, you're gonna, you've lost it. We've, we've been up Insurance in their professionalism,
1: and, and here they quite blatantly haven't done their research
2: yeah this is the thing like you still get some of those dodgy operations, you know for every you know proper company that's out there, you still get the little chances, yeah, and uh, yeah, sadly, sorry, guys. <laughs> but I looked at this one about the u uh, s has um doubled the reward, so uh, they are increasing uh reward for information on North Korean state linked hackers to ten million dollars. Uh, So they initially published a rewards for justice scheme uh, of five million dollars earlier in the year in March 2022, um, which indicates that it hasn't been particularly fruitful. So it's now gone to 10 million dollars. So at this point, that's the type of uh, number that, you know, someone in North Korea who's probably part of this group may be thinking about switching, you know, switching sides and, uh, you know, potentially.
1: But. it's absolutely right and that's why they double these these um ransoms because it also makes people feel like you know their best mate could turn them in right because it's a life-changing amount of money but given they're in north korea how can they get them well one how do they find out about it how do they get the money when they get the money where
0: do they put it
1: um how do they access it and more importantly what are they going to
0: spend it on Exactly. You you hit the nail on the head, Tom. This is more a political move, a posture to say, look, we're taking security seriously. This is yeah. the, the, the manifestation of that. It I mean, feels other, like it. Otherwise, There's only so
1: many potatoes you can buy.
0: Exactly. Otherwise, we could just phone up the, 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 the US ambassador here and say, we have a tip on these North Korean hackers. OK, they're based in North Korea. <laughs> Like what else? Yeah, I'm you not sure that will qualify us for the 10 million. No, but come on, it might might give us a sponsorship deal or something, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, having having a three letter agency knock your door down in the middle of the night is not what I would consider a sponsorship deal.
0: Oh, it would make such a great black hat talk or defcon talk, though, wouldn't it? It would,
1: <laughs> or even a a, a um, besides London talk.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: How, how I ended up in Guantanamo Bay.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
1: Do it for the likes. <laughs> how And the clout. Yeah. I was impressed by Andy actually uh, uh, spelling out BEC.
2: Uh, well, I didn't know whether we say BEC or Beck, so I, I just said business email compromises I, test. I couldn't record. remember
1: what it was, to be honest with you. Uh,
0: oh, too many TLAs. Uh, as long as you don't call it Penn's test, then then, then we're all good.
2: Oh, man, that's like fingers down a blackboard, that is.
1: Uh, How anybody could call a pen test a pens test? Well, actually, you know, sometimes people get a bit quirky and, you know, do weird things. But how anybody else could agree with that, I think, is a weird thing for me. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, we digress. We digress. Uh, So what's... Well, it says it hackers changed tactics for new post macro era. I thought Microsoft had rolled back their decision to disable macros by default. They did. Uh
2: that I think that was they did previously, but now they've put it back on again.
1: They put it back on again. Oh, so they've done a two U-turns.
2: Yes. It's wow. like um uh, conservative government.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. We shouldn't be surprised by that. It's like Maps trying to take wow. you down
0: a, a, a one way. <laughs>
1: No, losing that analogy.
0: Well, Apple Maps is terrible. It's <laughs> always asking you to do a U-turn here, turn left here, and there's a no entry or a one-way Do something. you know what?
1: what? When Apple Maps first came out, it was awful. Awful. It took, I, I ended up walking for 45 minutes in the wrong direction.
0: See, you're of, so stubborn. Of... You're such a fanboy. <laughs> you, you still but stuck it... with it, even though after, like, 20 minutes, you know.
1: No, you don't, because you think it's just up ahead, and then you realise when you get there it's not where you're supposed to be. But it used to be awful, it's now much better. I think in fact ever since they uh they decided to put it in cars was when they, you know, with car play, <laughs> was when they realized they actually had to make it work properly.
2: So you're the type of person that would literally drive into a river because the the, the yeah. apple sat now told you to. <laughs>
0: he would. He would. <laughs> I'm just Is that right? for like... Is know, that right? Yeah. D- Darwin Horde. <laughs> you know, I, I could just imagine this, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're near the end anyway, Tom, so you might as well go out on a bang and he'll give us something interesting Look, to talk about. If
1: if Tim Apple tells me to go down a certain road, I'm going to go down a certain road, okay?
2: <laughs> He's got your best interests at heart. He
1: <laughs> has. He has. We all love Tim Apple, let's face it. Right, that was uh, this week's... Industry
3: news in 2021, you voted us the most entertaining cybersecurity content amongst our peers. In 2022, you crowned us the best cybersecurity podcast in Europe. You are listening to the double award winning Host Unknown podcast. How'd you like them apples? Damn,
1: Damn right. double award winning two years in a row. There we go. Uh, right, let's uh, Well, let's close the show in style, shall we, with this week's...
3: Tweet of the Week.
1: Uh, we always play that one twice.
3: Tweet of the Week.
1: And it will be up to me
2: to take us home without depressing anyone. So this one is a tweet uh, which came through the group chat. I think, uh, Tom, you sent this uh, around, yeah. which was a good one. And it is from Daniel Kelly, and he says... People without cybersecurity degrees created the content that is taught in cybersecurity de- degree classes. <laughs> 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 wow. And, um, <laughs> this is a very true statement, which I like. But it's um, true of
1: any any qualification in theory, right?
2: Uh it's yeah, so I know it's this has sparked quite a lot of debate on the uh, chat. You know, you've got some people saying sure, you know, what's your point?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, and but, uh, you know, there's someone who replied, Jeremy, sort of, uh, you know, in the comments says, you know, many employers require you to have a four year or six year degree to apply for positions. Uh, he says, Do you know how many jobs I've been rejected over the past six months simply because I don't hold a degree? Yet many universities want me to guest lecture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh,
2: yeah, it's true. There's a lot of, um, you know, this also opens up the the big debate about, you know, a lot of the big companies requiring HR people practices. to have degrees yeah, yeah exactly you ultimately get disqualified if you don't have a degree uh, Hold on. regardless I, of what that degree is in as well
0: you, you, you know uh, that that person you, you just mentioned because he, he's been turned down for jobs but then he's being offered a job and he's turning that down and i think there, there's just like a bit of matchmaking to be had here like the job you want is right in front of you become a lecturer at a university yeah Yeah. but it doesn't get paid enough ah so okay. so I'm a money hungry whore and also if you're
1: a guest lecturer I
0: think you do it for free don't you
2: Uh, I don't know I'd be surprised I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people that charge for uh, you might get get your bus fare paid for yeah (laughs) Uh, and then there was someone else Sherrod says uh, "Yeah, you can come and watch me speak and earn CPE credits to apply to a certification I do not hold
0: Oh, that's quality.
1: That's a bit like Jav talking about all the things a CISO should do.
2: (laughs) I was about to say, it's a bit like you talking about, you know, security recommendations. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Oh, like you know, you know what? I'm going to start leaking screenshots off like every time Tom asks a question on our on our <laughs> WhatsApp group. Say, oh, someone's asked me like, what mitigations do we have for BEC? What's BEC? I can't remember. <laughs> I think I think I I refer
1: to that as consulting with my peer group. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. It's... So I'm in a, a closed network of uh, respected. <laughs>
1: No, no, I never say the word respected about you two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Excellent. Thank you, Andy, for this week's...
3: Just remember to be nice in the comments section.
1: No, it's not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tweet of the
2: week. Yeah. Just remember to be nice. That's a, that's always a good one to say. Always anyway. good advice to be nice. That's
0: good advice at any time. Indeed. Yeah. Good advice to tell others, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah be nice you fucking idiot yeah uh so gentlemen thank you very much uh much obliged
0: Jav. thank you for your time this week excellent we're, we we've done three minutes before the, uh, the 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 scheduled time so i'm happy that you two have managed to take your thumbs out turn up on time and deliver a mediocre show as always love you both
1: Thank you, and thank you, Andy.
3: Stay secure, my friends.
1: Stay secure.
3: You've been listening to The Host Unknown Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, comment and subscribe. If you hated it, please leave your best insults on our Reddit channel. Worst episode ever. R slash smashing security.
2: So I still can't believe that you haven't heard of the four-hour work week. Um, I shall send you a link now, so you can. Um... Yeah, it's do. been around for so long. I think there's free PDFs. Yeah, uh, there must
1: be. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's been ripped off multiple times?
2: Exactly. Yeah. I. I... But have you, have you heard of Tim Ferriss? Though
1: no, not heard of Tim Ferriss ever.
0: He's not related to Tim. And Apple.
1: maybe because he's in the he's in the self help book guard, section, and I never go to that
0: section. Well, I don't know. I mean, I always i mean seeing your work ethic, I thought you would. You'd like, you know, just read yeah. the title when. Well, I'm assuming for four hours a week. I mean,
1: I'm assuming <laughs> but, it's like be effective in four hours a week. I mean, I yeah, never exactly. claim to be that. Never claim you, you to never, be that. You,